to Mystery, a podcast about myths and history. I am one of your hosts, Bryant, with my permanent ghost, Cammy. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, Cammy. Hey, Bryant. You're not are, a ghost, are you? No, I, I don't think so. This might you're be just... the others, though. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're a podcast creator and host of Mystery, uh, where we pick topics like spooky things, such as, what are we talking about today? We are talking about the haunted house genre of spooky movies. The phenomena. Yeah. So we talked about specific poltergeists last week. And we realized there's a little bit of a crossover here since the, the poltergeist ghost being entity specifically kind of haunts like either a person or a place or a room or something like that. But I think it's I think this is going to be a pretty good discussion. So as always, Kimi will give a story. Uh, she's got a specific haunted house. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about... Um, like I'll talk about the how, one article I found that I liked a lot was specifically about the commercialization of the haunted house stuff. So um, that was I, I didn't even consider that uh, when it came to it. So oh yeah, they make right. a lot of money each year. Yeah. Oh, I, that's what I yeah that's what I learned. Like it's it's huge. So uh, Cami, why don't you take it away with your story? Yeah, absolutely. So I used a few sources with this. The WinchesterMysteryHouse.com has a plethora of information on the Winchester Mystery House. Why the Winchester House is Haunted, usghostadventures.com, and a Mental Floss article, When Harry Houdini Visited the Winchester Mystery House. In 1881, Sarah Winchester contacted the psychic, having lost both her daughter to Marasmus, and 15 years later, her husband to tuberculosis. She was in the witchy realm of New England and very much a believer, but the psychic told her something unexpected and disturbing. Her husband put a curse on the family, not directly, but by avarice. His business, though very successful monetarily, came at a great cost. The lives of thousands. You see, he was the man behind the Winchester 73, a repeating rifle that was popular among frontiersmen and outlaws. Billy the Kid was said to have killed one man for every year of his life using the rifle. And he wasn't the only one. Countless deaths occurred. The psychic urged Sarah to run away from the chaos of the family business as far as she could. She said the ghosts were uneasy here, but she should go to California, and when she arrived, purchase a small farmhouse in San Jose. Then she could start building, for each ghost who died at the hands of a man with a Winchester must have a room. At first, she just added to, to the one-story building by spreading outward, bedrooms and windows, then more bedrooms beside those, with windows now looking to hardwood walls. But the ghosts that settled there always told their friends. She felt their presence ever closer. More rooms led to building upwards, one story than another. But still, she heard them always behind her. The ghosts were restless. They needed more space, as did Sarah. She tried to escape, but she constantly heard them in the walls. The ones without rooms begging to be put to rest, and Sarah weary of her efforts. Sometimes she would ask for a staircase to wall to a wall so as to trick the otherworldly inhabitants. Sometimes she would make trap doors that led to nowhere, each addition a more clever way of evading her guests. Eventually Sarah joined her, her phantom friends when she succumbed to heart failure. And that day, the construction ceased on the unfinished residence. To this day, the house's visitor can feel an eerie, unsettled presence. It is said to be Sarah Winchester herself, 
still roaming the halls, looking for an escape from her torment. Oh, wow. Hmm. Just building random crap. (laughs) (laughs) If you see this house, it really was like a farmstead with like maybe Mm -hmm. a couple of bedrooms and a bathroom and or kitchen, whatever they had back then. They probably had outhouses. Yeah. Because this is like the 1800s. So, but it got bigger and bigger and she kept building and building and building. And like I said in the story, there would be windows that faced to nothing but but a wall or a staircase that led to another wall. That's wild. That's why we have a housing crisis today. Thanks so much. (laughs) Thank you, Sarah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's a really interesting one. That the Winchester House was one I saw like in the list of uh, and and there's. There's countless. There's countless sort of examples of this. Um, obviously, some are famous. Um, Wikipedia and Britannica talk about uh, Owen Davies, a paranormal uh, historian. Um, this, this is something that like is super common. Um, there's a book uh, by Benjamin Radford, uh, Investigating Ghosts, that basically kind of shows that it's, it's one of the most common beliefs in the entire world. And it's sort of, it, it's extremely modern. Um, there was a poll in like 2005, a Gallup poll, uh, 37% of Americans, 28% of Canadians and 40% of uh, the UKers believed um, houses could be haunted. So um, I, I think even if you're not someone who's like supernatural, you can still sort of, or, you know, like you don't really subscribe to that. It, it seems like it's something that still affects a lot of people, uh, especially in, in um, it's just as notable in Asia. While the poll wasn't done there places like japan there's traditions linked to it and uh even like it's so strong uh in shanghai disneyland they didn't build a a, a famous haunted mansion in, in disney because of the cultural beliefs they thought it would just be like a mockery because of how much they they fear that like um real estate in shanghai if if it's belief if like there was a murder or something like that that house or whatever will be listed 15 to 20 percent below market value just because of that Oh so, wow! Like, I would yeah, be you're so Zillow. mad if somebody killed somebody in my house. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> God. Oh man. You know that there's got to be someone who's like, yeah, we just got to kill the dude in this house, and then uh, we can get it way cheaper. <laughs> what? It's got. That's a yeah, movie right no, there. But, yeah. <laughs> that's a movie right there. Um, but even uh, Wuhan, China, which is very familiar with us uh, nowadays, um, they uh, the police there actually built a haunted house that they used to train. Uh, the local police force to like train their nerves and they even open up to the public. So um, wait, like, so they think that they're ghosts in this house or they, I, they, are, it's, it's like a fake super creepy. House. Yeah. Fake haunted house. It's super creepy. It's just to kind of simulate this to kind of get you into it. Cause I guess that's what they're doing there in Wuhan, China. That's what they got to figure out how to arrest someone in their haunted house. <laughs> so, that, that that that's kind of the, in a nutshell. Like I said, it's such a it's such a profoundly open thing. Um, the origins go back uh, super far. We've got um, uh, Pliny the Younger, who we haven't mentioned in a long time, unless we're talking about like uh, Roman or Greek myth. Um, but Pliny the Younger has one of the first notable recorded ghost letters um, or ghost stories in a letter, um, uh, which they kind of became famous. Um, he re- reported that there was a specter of an old man with a long beard rattling change was haunting his house in Athens. Uh, so um, a Greek lighter Lucian and Pliny's fellow Roman uh, Plautus also wrote memorable ghost stories. So we, there's a huge history of this idea of a, a spectral person disturbing a, a house 
a, a place. Um, again, you know, that kind of like the poltergeist phenomenon that we talked about. I think that focuses on the specific, you know, German European word well, that manifested. Thing, it is specifically related to people to a yeah. person. It's almost like no matter where you go, it's you're going to be haunted by this thing. Sure. Whereas the house itself is the thing is that's haunted, so you topic, can leave yeah. and, and get away from it. Right, yeah, you have to you just have to avoid uh, Plenty of the Younger's house in Athens, and you're good to go. <laughs> so, uh, get out, I just want my wine. Um, but then, yeah, so I found this great article from Smithsonian Magazine where they did a write-up on sort of the history of haunted houses. And they say the, the origins of the haunted house really, like as a, as a commercial product, date back to the 19th century um, London. Um, so there was a series of, uh, these, uh, attractions, illusions, um, you know, we're going to the world's fair, that kind of thing. Um, it, it was 1802, uh, this woman, Marie, uh, Tussaud, she had this wax house, a horror house, um, the chamber of horrors is what she called I it. I did not know it started as a horror house. Yeah. That, she, so she called it the chamber of horrors and it's because she had wax sculptures of, um, decapitated French figures, uh, which uh, King Louis, uh, the 16th, how English of her, <laughs> Marie Antoinette, Marat, and Robespierre. Here's the crazy thing: so she created death masks of these um, revolution victims, the the guillotine victims, like um, for real. Yes, she she it I, I it doesn't go into specifics, um, but it, it sounds like she literally was like, excuse me, and grabbed their head and was like, <laughs> paper mache. So, uh, or, you know, wax. So they that were quite accurate. That is the most horrific thing I've ever I know. Could you imagine? Yeah, yeah. So, like, this is pretty wild. Um, and uh, hence why it was called the Chamber of Horrors. Um, the name has stuck to the wax museum to this day, too. I, I don't, I, uh, apparently the, the likeness was impeccable. So, absolutely wild. Um, so, yeah, that, that was kind of the first big one. I, I, I don't know, like, how that was necessarily... Um, marketed. I don't know how easy it would have been for the average person to kind of come through. Um, it made me, you know, it made me think about how I don't know if you knew this, like um, asylums, um, which were you know notoriously horrible uh, at this time and and for quite a while, but until very recently. But the, you could actually pay to see people in asylums. You, you'd pay pennies to come just visit the asylum, like it was like a zoo or a fair or something like That's that. That's terrible. Um, and they'd, you know, the people would be you'd be kind of safe from them, but you could see them and, you know, depending on their condition and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it's like yeah. Clarice and Silent Slams. Yeah. They're just like all locked up and then she just yep. walks by. Yep. And you just go around and it's, it is, it's, it's your, you pay money. It, it, that's how they helped pay for it. But I mean, it was, it was, it's horrible, but it kind of reminded me of that in, in a, a similar way. Cause it, I'm guessing you're kind of going to, ooh and awe at that and there but there's also kind of a danger you know like these people are locked away for a reason um and there's something you know they're not they're not criminals there's something else there's something mental so anyway but uh in 1915 um a fairground in lip hook uh debuted one of the first what they called ghost houses as a a, a commercial horror attraction so it was steadily kind of rising up so at least by 1915 in england they had sort of the first sort of thing where it was marketing that being spooky, you pay money, you go through. Author of history, uh, Trick or Treat, A History of Halloween, Lisa Morton, she uh, was interviewed um, by this magazine, or by Smithsonian, and she talked about how the in America, Halloween-themed haunted houses emerged right around the same time as trick-or-treating came around. 
and uh, it was during the Great Depression. It was a way to help distract kids at this time. So you're greatly depressed in America, and you're bored as a kid, and there's pretty much nothing else to do. So you either, I mean, you just go and mess stuff up. You go hit mailboxes. You go, I don't know, you egg. I don't know if you can even afford to if you can find eggs. But you you mess, you vandalize, you 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 harass people. So trick or treating uh, propped up as well as the haunted houses to kind of buy off the kids, keep them busy and happy, and stop them from messing around. Um, the biggest thing, though, and kind of a culmination of all this was Disneyland's Haunted Mansion, which opened in 1969. So what made Disney so different was they used, like, light tricks. Um, and and to, to before it was, like, you know, uh, sheets and trees, that kind of thing. But Disney was able to use their technology to really elevate the spookiness and the illusion of it all. Um so and and which is great. I uh, we went to Disney in April. Um, we went to the is it, is it the, the same haunted mansion? I guess just updated. Um, which I went to as a kid, where you're in the elevator and it stretches and blah blah blah. I think it it's great. very similar, if not the same. But I think that right. when they had the is it the Soul movie, they might oh, have changed it somewhat. Yeah, yeah, that that could be it. Um, but it, it was it was cool. The ride stopped midway too because of a technical issue, and that scared Kinley. So it was great. No, <laughs> she was fine. <laughs> One thing I, I never heard of, um, so that that's kind of where it is um, for, for the Haunted Mansions, but one thing that was noted, have you heard of Hell Houses? So I have, but I don't know what it is, but I that Objective. term sounds familiar to me. Hell Houses are, uh, it's an evangelical Christian anti-Halloween Oh, yes, attraction. okay, okay. So there was a movie or something called that, and oh, it was really? like, yeah, it was like a documentary about making this and- and how it affected the people that were yeah they're they're interesting they they really lay it thick they do, and that's what they're trying to to depict the horrors of hell they're trying to make it so it's like you don't ever do this again kind of thing so but those started in the 70s um from uh Jerry um Falwell and Liberty University uh they they introduced one of the first ones so such a fun yeah. guy that one um what if we scared the living crap out of people and <laughs> Made them stop doing this. Uh, so, yeah, going into the 80s, we're getting into the the slasher movies, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm, Friday the 13th, and it just boomed. Cross-promotional advertisements, you could see these guys uh, in the 80s and 90s in the haunted houses. They'd license them. I'll probably not for most of them. <laughs> but, um, yes, it, it absolutely evolved, and we have what it was today. Um, there was a horrible accident um, in one haunted mansion, though, or haunted house, uh, nine or nine or a dozen teenagers died. It built, it collapsed. It was, it was rough. Oh my god! So regulations. Well, those things are not necessarily sturdy. And that's what had so regulations had to come in because of how much money was being made, especially too. They realized they needed to re- formally regulate this a little bit. So now it's a little more. Um, they they avoid that sort of thing. So, uh, but it's I, I know that there's some really cool ones. People go all out, do some really interesting things. Um, I I. I don't think I've ever been to like a formal one, but I there's the you know the state fairs coming up and they have that little like silly one where it's got the yeah. weird yeah room and, and you, stuff. Like you sit down and ride through it. The, this one's even simpler. It's literally just like a giant wooden box, and it's got like spooky crappy art on the walls and like the floor just kind of wiggles. You know, it's really it's like a three year old is like whoa, but everyone else is like. Mm. 
Um, <laughs> have you ever done a haunted house, like a formal one? Yeah. So I, I'm not like super into it. I, so I don't like jump scares. Yeah. And so when I go to like a place that's like a haunted house, I'm constantly looking behind me. Yeah. And so it's not fun for anyone else with me because no one You're can on sneak it. up on us because yeah. I'm the last one. I right. always make it so I'm the I'm not the first one walking into a room. <laughs> I'm the last one, and I make sure we're not going to get a jump scare behind yeah. us. You take him out. Oh, that's really great. I love that. Yeah, I I've never done like a formal one. Um, we should go. There is one in cool. the area that is yeah. pretty good. Like the I think, I I think it's like about. the JCs or somebody put it on. But they they went all out last year. It was really good. We um we went. There's not like they don't have jump scares and well they do, but it's like front facing. Sure, jump scares not from behind you. Yeah, just you go through. It's simple. Yeah, no, yeah. I can see that. Um, so. One thing we kind of I, I did to prepare, and and you, you've seen it. Uh, I just rewatched it. Was the 1959 film House on Haunted Hill, which yes. was remade um, not too long ago, and it's actually getting a new remake. Uh, they're, really? they're actually doing it again, okay. which I'm kind of excited. So it, this is it's it's in the public domain. The the 59 movie, and it was quite successful. Made like 2.5 million on a budget of like 200k or something like that. So in in uh, you know fifty nine and in today's money that's like a billion dollars right yeah I know it's insane so it did it did do quite well and it was it's very you know it had um kind of like Clue vibes in a way it's basically there's yeah. a, a millionaire uh, and his wife they like hate each other they want to get divorced but to like s- spice up life they they have like if you spend twelve hours basically a night twelve hours in my house my mansion you'll get $10,000. And so these like unique people come down and essentially in the end, most of them die. Spoilers. If you want to go watch this again, it's, you can find it. It's like, if you have a Roku TV, it's free on the Roku channel. Um, It's really easy to find. So spoilers, if you skip ahead like a minute, um, essentially. I want to say I might've watched it on like YouTube or something. Yeah. It 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 was in the free domain. So it could be, it is a hundred percent on YouTube. Yes. That's a really uh, excellent point. I wasn't considering. So please do watch it. But again, skip ahead just a little bit. If you do want to see, cause it's, it's pretty funny. Uh, it's got that corny, you know, sixties vibe, but, um, the like wife wants to like, we find out that it's like a plot that the wife wants to kill her husband and get the money. You know, she thinks she kills him in the end in a vat of acid that they keep in their basement. And it, it turns out she doesn't. And it, what's the funny way that they do it, though, is like she she sees like his bones and she's like, ah, yeah, I did it. And then like the the skeleton comes up and he's like, no, you didn't. And like pushes her in. <laughs> and then the husband, the billionaire, comes out and he's got this like remote control and he's like, gotcha. So. So cheesy, so corny, but it, it is fun, it, and it is actually quite good too. It was a nice that it had like a little spin on it. Um, one of the survivors is like, "I'm convinced it's haunted." I mean, because it's that the maliciousness, the what's causing him to be a dick and want to kill people and stuff. So it, it was cool. Like, and, and and they're definitely like the other people do like become ghosts. Like there are like ghosts that you see and hear and stuff. So. Very fun, uh, getting a remake, and I think the remake could be interesting if they're smart about it. So, yeah, House on Haunted Hill, like Cammie just said, it, it is 100% going to be on YouTube because it's in the public domain. It is a free film. It's it's out there. You can do whatever you want with it. And I think it's a fun – it's only like a little over an hour, so um, it's, it's a fun – Oh, yeah, movie. it's an easy watch. Super easy. Like, you can 
you can just watch it like whenever and it's totally worth it and just laugh it's so funny and not in like a i'm laughing at the movie way necessarily you could do that right but there's some funny parts to it yes yeah yeah it's 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 actually quite smart in in a lot of ways and again like like the ending where there's the guy who's one of the survivors who's convinced that it is haunted again is it's haunted like it corrupted these people to want to murder each other you know was a lot of fun but yeah that's that's haunted houses in a nutshell uh it's an extremely common belief it's it's as old as pliny that old fart (laughs) but i I, it's it's a common phenomenon and uh you know the commercialization of it it was a really interesting uh idea that really kicked off in 1802 with dead french people a lot of good comes from that in england i hear so well didn't a lot of good come from that just in general (laughs) right yeah (laughs) I'm sure many would agree. But I think that just about covers it. Cammie, did you want to add anything else to the discussion? No, I think that's about it. Awesome. Well, everyone, uh, we hope you're enjoying our Halloween episodes. Uh, remember, movie-themed is what we're trying to go off of. And we've, we're we so far, we're two for two. Uh, we got two more weeks. Um, hope we can have a special guest for the last one at the very least. But let us know if you have any topics to fill out the end of the year. We always like doing Christmas and holiday Yule-themed episodes as well. Those are always a lot of fun. So let us know. Mystery, remember, myth, story, all one word, IE at the end, gmail.com, and Facebook has been doing well. Our YouTube's been steadily growing still and still. We really appreciate that. Um, that's fun to see. Uh, lots of kind comments, and very it's 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 really nice. Very uninternet like. I'm I'm surprised. Um, so always, you can watch us on YouTube and listen to us on several podcast services. That's it, Cami. Thanks for your story. Thank you, Brian. All right, everyone. We will see you next time. Bye.